reason to be cheerful. 1 to 3 p.m. Ayanda Ali Payne on SAFM. Speaking of conversation, we're going to change lanes a little bit and turn our uh, attention to something that I think is going to spark a lot of conversation. Many people often speak about why they want to share their stories and how they want to write a book and how they want to leave a legacy and do uh, right by their community and society. So, you know, every now and again, we need a little fire of our own. We need somebody to sort of be a catalyst to inspire us to put pen to paper or to put fingers to notepad or to just pick up that laptop and start journaling and start writing your book. Our guest today knows that very well. Uh, but we sometimes, like I said, need a little bit of a nudge in the right direction. So if you've written your book and it's sort of collecting dust somewhere, if you think that you may have a bestseller, but it's somewhere in the recesses of your mind, you've yet to even scribble it onto a piece of paper. Uh, what do you do to give birth to that thing? What do you do to to see it come to life and to one day feel it, you know, as a hardback and turn the pages and read that book. Don't you worry. We've got someone who's going to let you know exactly what to do. Um, We are joined by a creative. She's a creator. She will not be bogged down by fancy schmancy titles. She just lives to create. And if her hair is anything to go by, I'd vouch for that. It looks absolutely delightful. A purple, blue, silver, cheeky pixie cut. And if that doesn't give you a clue of what we're going to do today, then nothing will. We're going to be frank. We're going to be sharp. We're going to be to the point. We're going to be creative. It's a huge pleasure to introduce Kim Hunter from Tango with Text. Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you. You have a passion. I do. What is it? Oh, I have a passion for authors. Mm. I have a passion for reading and I have a I, I want to see those stories. I want to read those stories. Mm. And unfortunately I keep getting people coming to me saying, I've got the story but mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. I help them get their story out. Awesome. Tell us how. Because <laughs> it sounds great. How? Yeah. Okay. Well, the first thing is that you um, you do need some money, unfortunately. But if you want a product that people are going to uh, enjoy, then you need to invest in it. So mm. it's not only your time in the writing, but it's also uh, getting an editor, getting a proofreader, having a proper cover designed, and then advertising yeah. and marketing. And mm-hmm. that is where... The majority of authors have a serious problem because they are shy and introverted. Yeah. And we're speaking about self-publishing here, right? Absolutely. By money, how much are we talking? It it could be anything. (laughs) It could be anything from 5,000 rand Mm -hmm. to 100,000 rand. It depends on how big you want to go. Yeah. With self-publishing, you can choose the people who are going to help you. So there are a lot of editors out there. You need to find one that's going to work with you and within your budget. Mm -hmm. You need to be comfortable with your editor. It cannot be your best friend, your mom, your uncle. (laughs) It needs to be a professional. Mm -hmm. But again, you go out there and you get quotes. I can help you find editors. Awesome. Now, you know, they they say 
Never judge a book by its cover. Uh, um. But we always judge a book by its cover. And by we, I include myself. Absolutely. The importance of having that uh, that picture, if you're going to put a picture of yourself, whether, uh, you know, as, as the front cover or the back, it's very important. If it's a picture that's pixelating and it's just, you look at it and it just does not look appealing. Yeah, I'm going to approach your book with a great deal of trepidation. Absolutely. Yeah. A professional cover design is a must. People take three seconds three seconds to decide whether they're actually going to look at a book any further Mm. three seconds so if you have an awful cover that is displayed people aren't going to pick it up yeah and if they don't pick it up they're not going to see the back if they turn it over and see the back and you know there's this pixelated picture Mm. review or whatever they're going to put it down they're not even going to have a look and see what the book is about yeah so cover very important Title? I'm not so um, strict about titles, but the title and the cover must mesh together so that when you look at the picture and you see the words, you have an idea of what you're going to be reading. Hmm. You know, when people write uh, biographies or memoirs, it's such a personal thing that sometimes they're not open to criticism, you know. So I may have this great idea that I'm going to write a book. It's going to be a bestseller and I will name it The Purple Cucumber. And I'm so passionate about this thing. And you may try and just tell me, I know the purple cucumber is just never going to work. It's just, it's not a thing. But I will just tell you, you don't understand my vision, my dream, etc. How do you navigate that space? And how do you gently but firmly uh, sort of share your advice with uh, whoever's coming to you saying, help me publish my book? <laughs> you, you laugh like you've, you've had that experience, haven't Unfortunately, you? Unfortunately, yeah. you know, yeah. if you have spent however long you've spent writing this manuscript... You've put hours and hours of blood, sweat and tears into it. It's very difficult to accept criticism. Yeah. But the way to go about it is to understand that the person you, who is criticizing it is a professional and they know what they're doing. Yeah. And you need to accept that in order to get the best product out there, those criticisms are given with that in mind. Mm. It's not you personally. It is your product. And if you can separate yourself from the product, there will be no problems. I love it. And I think another way to look at it is that everybody who works on your book has got a vested interest. They don't want their name attached to something that is shoddy. So if they're going to give you some sort of correction, it's because they want the best for it. They're not going to say, do these changes just to say, ha, 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 look, we made the book look bad. But they're going to tell you to do those changes because at the end of the day, they want to also find more business from your work to say, look what we've been able to put together. Absolutely. And word of mouth referral in any industry is the best advertising you can possibly have. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about ghostwriters. How does, how does that work? So what ghostwriters do is they chat with you, interview you, mm-hmm. um, discuss with you what it is, what is the message that you are trying to get across. They then take all of that information and they put it into a readable form. So the basis of your story is there, and then you work further with the ghostwriter to say, we need a bit more emphasis here, or there's too much description here, or mm. whatever, until you are both satisfied that it, it, the story contains the message that you are trying 
to get across. I think maybe the use of the word ghostwriter makes it sound so ominous. Like it's a it dirty does. thing. Like you're a cheat. You didn't really write your book. Somebody else wrote it. Should one, you know, disclose to say this was a book that I inspired and I sat with someone uh, and, and spoke about it and we ha- we got a, a ghostwriter to do it? Or must I just claim all the success and this, this is Ayanda's book? It's entirely up to you and the ghostwriter and whatever contract you have with the ghostwriter. Yeah. If it's something that you want to claim as your own at the end, you need to discuss that up front with the ghostwriter Mm -hmm. to make sure that your contract states that the Mm -hmm. ghostwriter will have nothing further to do with it once it's reached a certain point. And the role of editors in all this, because yikes, you know, in South Africa, we've uh, we've uh, seen a controversy after controversy where people we have, have uh, edited or maybe not edited the book to to uh, to standards that are expected when you're going to put a book on the shelves. Um, how how rigorous a process is that? Because if I'm going to be paying someone to edit my book, uh, it, it, it sometimes means that. I may not have seen those errors that are there and I'm trusting somebody else to see those errors. And when they, after being paid, are not able to pick up those errors and my book goes out and uh, I take the fall for those grammatical or spelling errors, it just seems awfully unfair. Yes. And that is why you need to vet the people that you work with. An editor will take your story, read it, and and check the flow and that um, you're not repeating yourself and... um, all those kinds of things. Uh-huh. The, the proofreader, after those edits have been done, the proofreader then comes in and reads the script again and says, okay, I suggest these grammatical changes or commas or punctuation, whatever it is. So I, I always recommend a two-step process where mm. you first use an editor to make sure that there's sense and then you use a proofreader to make sure that it's easy to read. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to take a quick ad break. When we come back... I want to talk about the money, honey. (laughs) How and where do you make money out of your book? So that conversation uh, coming up after this. Life Happens with Ayanda Ali Payne. Weekdays, 1 to 3 p.m. All right, uh, we're fast approaching uh, the end of this conversation. So if you'd like to send in a quick message, uh, perhaps uh, you would like to ask a question, um, uh, rather do that now, now better than uh, it's sooner rather than later because we're running out of time. Uh, very quickly, our WhatsApp line in studio 0614-104-107. Uh, you can give us a call on 0891-104-207. Uh, you can also get in touch with us via Twitter at SAFM Radio. The hashtag there is hashtag SAFM Life Happens. I had forgotten my own hashtag earlier in the show, but nobody picked it up. So thank you, Father. Okay, moving along swiftly. Um, someone should have edited my own scripts, right? It's like editing a book so that I don't have any mistakes there. But let's talk a bit about money. You know, a lot of people assume that they're going to be smiling from ear to ear and laughing all the way to the bank after their books are published and put on the shelves. Is that always the case? Unfortunately not. Mm. And it depends entirely on the author and to how much effort they put in to marketing their own books. It's great if you have several books because um, on a platform like Amazon or somewhere ah. where there are ebooks, you can have a free book available mm-hmm. so that people can uh, be encouraged to um, get it and read it and then maybe, you know, they'll like your style, your mm-hmm. stories, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the marketing. And even if you are with a traditional publishing house, you still need to market your own 
books. Yeah, you have to go the extra mile, right? That's Social it, media, word of mouth, the go everywhere. Whole band shoot. Yeah, yeah. Anything and anything you can think of, do it. Yeah, yeah. Go to an opening of everything. That's opening it. of a, even an opening of a fridge. Just go, it. <laughs> go there. Uh, Kanjo is uh, contributing via WhatsApp and asks the following question: How effective is the self-publishing market? What about using people's names? Do I need to contact them? Do I need consent? So, if I'd like to write a tell-all book about my strings of love affairs and traveling the globe and being whisked away by some guy from Greece and so on and so forth, do I have to go to the guy from Greece and say, hey, listen, I'm going to write a tell book and you're in it. How much money do you have for a legal action <laughs> suit? <laughs> yeah, it depends on whether or not you want to be sued, right? Absolutely. Uh-huh. You, may, you need to be very careful about using other people's names. Um, nobody wants to find out, you know, that there's a, I don't know, a sentence about them being naked, having sex yeah. um, on a beach somewhere. And they haven't been told that this is going to happen. What if, and this is what some people do, what if they use a pseudonym, right? So, um, and we call him, I don't know, what's a Greek name? I don't know. <laughs> Demetrios. <laughs> Demetrios, right? Adonis. I don't know. <laughs> you know, instead of the real name. But, you know, sometimes you describe your, your, your character so vividly that people kind of know who it is, but you've used another name. Unfortunately, I was actually involved with an author quite recently who used a pen name and uh, changed the names of the characters in the book. And it became a huge, huge problem because everybody knew exactly who was being spoken about. Lawsuits, all sorts of things are going on. You need to be very careful about what you say in your books. You need to be able to verify your information and you must have permission from people who are going to be included, Mm. even if it is um, under a pseudonym. Yeah, yeah. And also, I think if the story is a story about you and your life, you don't want to be distracted by all these other things and, and um, sort of put other people in such a level of prominence that it detracts from, it. from the real meaning. Yeah, of, we want to know your version of events yes. and not really about anybody else. And when you're going through uh, lawsuits, etc., it takes away from, from, from what you're trying to do. Unless, of course, the whole objective was to cause those, you know, yes. furor and Outrage, and then congratulations. Every now and then, one of those comes along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And how do you deal with that? So you go into it knowing full well that he <laughs> huh? You know, that time I was quite naive, and um, I thought that the uh, use of the pseudonyms would be sufficient, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. And in future, I will make sure that there is a contract in place mm-hmm. um, with all the people, the real people who are used as characters in the story. I I will make sure of that 100%. Awesome. Most frequently asked questions when you tell people who you are and what you do. First of all, how much does it cost? Uh Where am I going to sell it? Uh And how can you help me sell it? Okay. It's all around the selling. That's all they want to know. Really? (laughs) I would have thought, you know, when you're going to do that, let the selling be a byproduct. But, but... The people, writing process. It's people want to make money. Yeah. And I get it. I do get it. But it's the, the amount of money you make is completely dependent on how much effort you put in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as the author. Mm-hmm. 
So would you still advise people to venture into that as a career? As a career. Well, as a career, you need to be aware of what you're getting into. Mm. You're not going to make a gazillion rands with your first book. Yeah. Unless you can link it in some way to something that you do. So, for example, um, I work with an author who is a polygraphist. She does lie detecting tests. So what she does is she does talks on crime in South Africa linked to her career. Ah. And then she sells her book at the talks that she does. So, you know, if you can find those kinds of links for all of these um, non-fiction books mm-hmm. then brilliant absolutely brilliant so I take it crime is definitely something that would, would sell in terms of a theme what else are we into in South Africans a little bit of Mills and Boons romance maybe what do we like you know I'm seeing more and more of the kind of memoir type yeah. book people have struggled and they they don't want other people to struggle or they want an affirmation that they are not the only ones who have struggled. Mm. And so they are writing their stories. Mm. Um, Some of them are absolutely heartbreaking. Um, And I always like to see that there's been a a change in the author at the end of the book. You know, I don't want to read something where, you know, I've struggled, 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 and this is my sort of last will and testament I'm now leaving. I want to know... Yes, you've struggled because you know what? I also struggle. Mm -hmm. And I want there to be some positive message at the end. Yeah, you triumph against great adversity. Yeah, because we all do every single day. No, that's true. That's very true. Where do we find you? I think I feel a book coming on. <laughs> oh, that's coming wonderful. <laughs> Where do we find you? Um, my website is www.tangowithtext.com. T-A-N-G-O-W-I-T-H-T-E-X-T. What does that mean? Tango with text. Play with words. Oh. Play with your words. And any way you like. I love it. Let's be free. Let's write. Let's share our stories. Because there's also such a big push to have um, indigenous stories. Our own tales in South Africa, right? Yes. Absolutely. Mm. We need them. Do they travel well overseas if you're not Trevor Noah? Um, some do, some mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, it it just depends on how much work the author puts in. Before you leave, there's a lovely squishy mushy book here, and I want you to tell me a little bit about why you've brought this for us. It's actually so beautiful. It's for kids, right? That's right. Yeah. So the other part of my business is working with children, and um, children need to learn to read, to be a f- a part of books f- from an early age. So. This, these books, these touch and learn handcrafted products are for the littleies. I love it. And we're going to be speaking to the littleies in just a little while. So that's a lovely way to venture into that particular side of the show. Thank you very much for coming through, Kim. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. It was delightful. Yes, Thank you. I have your, your website address now, girl. My tell-all book is coming. Nobody's safe. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to wrap it up with this a comment via WhatsApp, I love your chat. Hats off to peeps who write books, good or bad. Writing down your thoughts uh, is very important. Putting things into 
into sensible uh, sequence. Mm, not easy. Well done. Keep it up. I love, love, love reading. Thank you very much for that kind comment and very affirming indeed. Let's hear from our kitties now. They're talking to us about taking a bath. And I hope we don't have to struggle and fight like my boys. I promise you, it's like war when you have to get them into a bathtub filled with water. We'll uh, listen to the young ones in just a moment. Stay with us.